0: I wrote my first wind quintet back in 1975 into 1976, and I had always the idea at the back of my head that at some stage, when an appropriate opportunity arose, that I would love to write a second wind quintet. I love wind instruments anyway. I suppose the fact that I was a flautist when I was a student led me into the sonority of wind instruments. What I love about them is their particular qualities of sound, their absolute distinctness, and that has attracted me towards the wind quintet. Unlike a string group, which is in some ways easier to write for as there's more of a homogeneity in the sound, writing wind music you have to look at the individual characteristics of the instruments and at times find ways to blend them, at other times find ways for individual expression. So I had wanted, almost now for 40 years, to write a second wind quintet. The first wind quintet, I was quite young when I wrote it, uh, so I suppose it maybe doesn't have the same discipline that the second one does. It had a kind of a certain fieriness and perhaps looseness about it, which was what I wanted at the time. I was exploring aleatoric techniques at that stage as well. Actually, long before I had formally studied the aleatoric music of Lutislavsky, whose work became a great influence on my works from about the 80s onwards. But this dates from the 70s, and I was already starting to think in terms of different layers of sound that would operate independently, but could overlap and, and function in a unified manner as well there is none of that in the new work it's more kind of classic if you like in a way it's more tightly controlled perhaps more harmonically based maybe than than gestures which the first wind quintet featured Wind writing seems very natural to me. It's not easy, but it comes at least naturally, perhaps because I I was a flute player and I know that players have to breathe, for example, and I know the types of things that work really, really well on wind instruments that perhaps wouldn't sound terribly well on a piano or with a choir. So the idiom of it, I suppose, and the fact that I have written so much for wind instruments, including a number of concertos for saxophone, bassoon, for example, flute, So I have a wide experience in writing for the instruments and I just love the sonorities of the wind instruments. I love the way great players, it's like an extension of the breath, an extension of the self in a way. So there's a very elemental aspect, I suppose, to wind playing. The process of writing this new quintet was quite different to the first quintet, which I just sat down and wrote and then found a quintet who would play it. I think I entered it for a competition, which fortunately it won, and it got some performances as a result of that. The new quintet, on the other hand, has been very much a collaborative effort. Because from the beginning, I knew I was writing it for Cassiopeia Wins. And I know the five members of it individually. I know their style of playing, which has greatly influenced the way I've written the music. This, the particular sound that the players make has inspired a lot of the solo sections in it. And there are many such solo parts. And we collaborated pretty much from the beginning. Our first rehearsal, I just brought very short sketches, which they tried out and we discussed. And they, the group have given f- feedback and input along the whole process of collaboration. And it's been absolutely marvellous to be able to work with a group of such standing and such stature and such marvellous players in a collaborative process right from the beginning. Hearing it with the real quintet, I found to be inspirational for me. I would go away thinking, oh my God, what I've heard there is just great. I can develop that idea now and I know it will work. In a number of recent works I've composed, I have put rather bland overall titles like Piano Trio. In this case, it's just called Win Quintet No. 2. But when I use a title like that, I like to have very colourful titles for the individual movements within it. The titles here do attempt to capture the contrasting moods of the four movements. The first one is called Dance with Fanfares. The title struck me while I was writing it that it had very much a dance-like quality. It's very fast, and the dancers' movements shift constantly in their rhythmic patterns. And also, because it's wind, there is a sense of fanfare when horn and bassoon, for example, play together. And I kind of like the idea of the the two ideas, a dance and a fanfare, combining together. Similarly, the second movement is called Arias and Refrains. And the idea here came from the fact that, Each of the five players has two solos, which I see as arias, and then they have little choruses where they all play, linking them together. So that was the concept of that movement, which is rather linear and lyrical in its quality. Uh, Figures in a landscape, again, has a duality about it. The landscapes are gentle, rolling, murmuring landscapes, and the figures, rather abstract ones, but they're very, very clearly etched in, again, a series of solos, and combined duos and trios, and eventually all four. So there's a duality again in that movement, figures, landscape. And the final short movement, I've called it epilogue, is called Like Stars in the Winter Sky. So once again, we have the sky, which is a series of very, very slow-moving chords. And then we have the stars, which are represented in piccolo and E-flat clarinet, which play these flickering figures against it. So in each of the four movements, there's the sense of two contrasting elements which make up the dialogue, if you like, or the drama of the movements. They're more kind of like the titles, I think, that you find on 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 Debussy's Preludes, where he said they were just a gentle hint to interpretation. And he put those titles beautifully at the end of each movement. So they're not determining anything, they're more suggestions rather than anything else. five instruments, as I said earlier, are all very, very distinctive. And they don't immediately blend like a string quintet would, for example, with the homogeneity of sound from bass or two cellos up towards violin. Here they're very distinctive. The horn, after all, isn't even a woodwind instrument. It's a brass instrument that got in and somehow stayed there. So there is that feature of it. And, of course, then from the point of view of repertoire, it doesn't have a repertoire like the string quartet, or even string quintet does. There's a sketchy repertoire, some wonderful pieces, of course, from uh, the early period of Mozart and so on. And there's a good contemporary repertoire, but if you look through it, it's not on the same scale as parallel uh, string repertoire. It's something I like to think is is changing, and within the Irish context, it's thrilling that the Cassiopeia winds uh, are so vibrant and so interested in new work and in setting up a concert series as well so it's been wonderful to work with them and it's certainly been my aim to promote this absolutely glorious medium